You're listening to End of the Real. Oh my god! G'day everyone, and this week we watch the movie The Barbarians. I'm your host, Jared, and with me is my co-host, Ethan. Hi. Okay, Ethan, we watched The Barbarians, and I think we should just get straight to it. Okay? Are they the two dumbest depictions of barbarians I've ever seen? Probably. Yes. And on purpose. But this, this is... Let's talk about the two actors and their entire career and what it all came down to. Oh, this is something you've looked into, they isn't did, it? They did one... They played one role there for their entire career. And if we watch that movie... What's the movie with Robert Downey Jr.? You know the one I'm talking about. And Simple Jack. You know, he's playing Blackface. Robert Downey... Oh, oh you're talking uh, about Tropic Trop- Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Let's just get straight to this because this is going to come up. In Tropic Thunder, there's a special scene where... Robert Downey Jr. is explaining that um, when playing certain roles, you never, and and when you're also trying to play people who uh, have learning disabilities, learning disabilities, and are not as mentally capable, perhaps of everyone else, you don't go. And we're gonna just quote this stuff because it's important. You don't go full retard, okay? Yeah. And these two actors have made a career. Going full retard, and if you don't well, believe I mean, me, not... if you think I'm being no, if you think yeah. I'm going over the top here, you can go to their other movies and literally one of their movies verbatim, verbatim, yeah, like word for word, is like what's his name and what's his name are two big buff retards, and that is then you click through their movie catalog and that's all they are. They're two big buff guys and they're really dumb. Yeah. That's it. And that's the thing, though. They go that whole way. And they're big guys. I mean... I mean, yeah, they're big guys. And they play dumb people. Yeah. It's just very odd, too. It's... So, yeah, I just thought we'd get that out of the way because people don't like that. They're they're dumb in comparison to everyone else in the film. Like, people will be staring at them, wondering how they're that dumb. They play their roles really well, but it's because they've played them in every single movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like the other interesting thing is, too, this is a barbarian film, right? Set, like, you know, let's just say the Conan sort of stuff. That's the look. Yeah, it's a very Conan the barbarian sort of setting, yeah. Right, so this is a barbarian film, and they're playing that role. But they also have sci-fi films and nanny films and stuff like that where they're playing those roles. It doesn't matter. You could put they are, them... They are actually twin brothers, aren't they? Yeah. Or they, they uh, I'm not sure if they're twins. twins. I did yeah. not look that up. They but... are... I, I couldn't tell them apart. Like, they're meant to be two different characters. One is meant to be slightly more smart than the other one. Less less dumb. But um, I, I, I couldn't tell them apart unless they were talking. They yeah. were... They're really good at their roles, though. So yeah, I, all I I'm believed is, they were that dumb. All I'm saying is, it seems like they took their characters and just applied them to whatever situation. It doesn't matter if it's twenty thousand years in the future, you know, or in the past. Well, the barbarian th- things sort of fit. It reminded me of playing uh, a couple of the early Fallout games. If if you when you're setting up your character and you set your strength all the way up and your intelligence to like one, yeah, your character doesn't talk. He just makes. Sounds. Oh yeah, that's basically what they're like. And when we're saying that they are dumb, we literally mean that half of their dialogue is them making this weird grunting moan noise of them going, or, or making kissy faces and going, just smacking their lips in yeah. just the weirdest, disgusting way. Yeah, it's quite scary. 
giant buff dudes who are really dumb going well, at the, you. The movie, like, oh. the movie was kind of serious. Also, and they're it, always oiled up. They oh, they constantly. went through so much oil on set. Well, they're barely wearing anything. They've just got that weird jockstrap thing on. This is a movie where you get a lot of man ass. Oh, yeah. That, there's You see these two guys almost completely naked constantly. I mean, there's a lot of like... Like slave women and stuff like that around. But they're but in no. the background. They're dressing for these two guys. But there's also normally like male slave dudes dressed like that too. But these this man ass, you get man ass like twenty four seven in this movie. That's all there is. It's just constant man ass and someone like someone's someone must have been paid just to keep these guys oiled up, right? Yeah. Like that's not natural. They, someone was there on set paid. I reckon if we went through the credits, we'll be able to find someone called like the oiler. Mm. Oil handler. I swear, someone was paid to do that. Put that on your resume. That'd be a weird one to pull off. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> to the movie. It's about... <laughs> I was almost taking the movie seriously until like 20 minutes in where the two guys actually get introduced because it takes a while for them to turn up as adults. Oh, that's the other thing. And one of our first... One of the first ways we get introduced... Firstly... There is no threat in this world to these two characters. Nothing. They are so absurdly overpowered that they'll just they just knock people over by like walking through them. There's literally a scene where like they go into a temple or something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, it was an old um, site with oh they a need temple. To... Yeah, when they get attacked by the werewolf creatures. And there's all these like mo- like monsters, right? Yeah, giant werewolf monsters protecting the tombs. And okay. the girl who's with them uh, is Mina or Katara or something. She changes her name a couple of times. She's screaming. She's getting pulled around, and the two guys are just sort of laughing and pulling the arms off these creatures and like, yeah, just waving them at the ca- at the cameras, laughing. They they are so overpowered. They literally are laughing. They go up to whatever enemy it is, they pull them apart, and then they just laugh at them. Not, I, not a single thing, actually, took, oh, except for the fight scene at the end, took over one hit. But not I really even stopped, the dragon. I stopped taking the movie seriously uh, quite early on. They, they're captured, they escape uh, from this evil warlord, and they're captured by this group called the Ragnicks, who actually raised them as kids, but they've been sort of taken away. And they're being hung. See, and you're as missing they're, the, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, this, uh, is, yeah, this sorry, is why the, I wasn't taking the this movie is seriously. Where the, this is where it turned for you. Because as they're being hung, they they just go, hey, watch this. He jumps off with the rope still around his neck and starts going, just constantly just going, and suddenly the rope around his neck snaps and he falls to the ground laughing. Where, and then, then he's, I think he then screams the slightly up in the smarter air. brother. <laughs> yeah, he keeps going on the ground. That's his. That's his thing. That's he his, loves to scream like that. He, he, he. That's his only emotion. He emotes it for everything. Though. Yeah, laughing, laughing, anger, pain, it's just, <laughs> anger. Yeah, it's the slightly true. smarter one just goes, "Yeah, that's pretty funny," and then just snaps the ropes around his arms. That's when I realized nothing can hurt these two guys. There's no danger for them in this movie whatsoever, and they are completely ridiculous. They they are. And they they like, know that. That, that happens like twenty minutes in. There's a lot in between that. It's, but. it's weird because the start of the movie, we're watching it and we're like, "Oh, this is like a good barbarian film." Yeah, like, they, they've worked. It kind of reminded me really of the well. start when we started watching yeah. um, Red Sonia, and it's like the the start was actually pretty promising, and then it throws in the kids and the 
all the side bits. I think with this one, it's the same thing where it's like, it's really like, oh, that's actually like a good barbarian film. But then they're like, and here's our two funny heroes. Like yeah. 20 minutes. Like, so they, at the start, they're a traveling band. So I didn't really understand how did this group work? Okay. They brought Was magic. it in the past or the yes. future or another world? Uh, it's another world. Okay, it's just another world. It don't do that. There's magic. So at some point, this tribe wasn't and, a tribe. Oh, no, it's a tribe. No, no, it wasn't a tribe originally. It was a king who eventually traded all his goods for this ball, which essentially gave him circus powers. Yeah, which was none weird. of that made any sense to me. You know, well, it seemed like without the circus so powers, gotten, the caravans got stuck. Well, they got this big ruby. No, 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 because they could move the caravans without the ruby. No. Yeah. No, that's why they were there. No, no, no. They, no. Yes, they said that they had grown up around their caravans and they were stuck there. And then they were only Yeah, freed. because they weren't moving because they were waiting for the queen to escape. No. Yeah. No. We can watch it. I... I don't know plants grew up over their stuff. Yeah, because they were there for like 20 years. No, they said they were stuck because of the ruby. I'm pretty sure that was... I thought they were waiting for the ruby to return for their queen. I think we can disagree on this. Uh, I'm going to go back over and then pull it Obviously, you need to watch the movie again, Jared. It was a good movie. Uh, Well, it wasn't actually. (laughs) No. Ah. It had entertaining moments. So at some point, their king in the past... Traded all their gold for this magic ruby, which is magic. It's never explained what it actually does or anything. They said it brings joy and laughter and uh, p- circus tricks. Well, yeah, that, that's thing. Weird, they, they become like a, a traveling tribe of circus people, and apparently they're safe and the ruby protects them. But like straight away, they're attacked by people. I think it's and the a, ruby does absolutely nothing. No, no, no. It, the ruby doesn't protect them. But because they bring joy into the world of circus, like protection, like all that stuff, no one will hurt them because of the performers. They bring joy, which is weird because once See, it's I was gone, pretty sure that I think they, I think like it's they because they it. change what's happening a couple of times. Just in the like the opening intro, they're talking about it being like magical protection or Let's something. Let's just face it, the ruby made no sense. Maybe the, okay, I'm thinking that maybe the storyline changes throughout it and doesn't make a whole lot of the, sense. The, the ruby just makes no sense. Yeah, but it's the MacGuffin. They're going. It's the MacGuffin they all want. Yeah. They get attacked at the start by this evil warlord, and it's pretty cool. There was a really cool Mad Max yeah, scene. The, it's a really good chase scene where these yeah. carts are just going crazy. This and there's some really great stunts. I thought some of the people falling off the horses actually looked like they got hurt. Yeah. Like seriously hurt. It was really good. It was uh, solid. And that's the thing. He, he of course, captures the queen, takes... She, she gave the ruby to someone As he's capturing the king... Uh, yeah, they, they managed to get the ruby away. But uh, as the evil warlord is capturing uh, the queen canary, these two kids that they'd adopted along the way who are barbarians... So they're, I think that's like their race. They're barbarians. They're not regular humans by the look of them. Um, well. They, they run up and they bite off two of his fingers. Yeah. And then he gets all pissy about it. As and you he's would. like, I'm going to kill him. And then she says, no, I'll do anything to keep him alive. And, of course, this guy's infatuated and with you, her. So I, This is one of the, the, the parts of the movie I actually enjoyed where she's like, no, uh, he promises not to kill them or to have anybody he commands kill them. Yeah. And uh, the workaround that for that 
which this we find good. later on, because, was actually pretty good. Because now this is this is still a good part in the film. Of course, he takes the kids. He he leaves some of the performers. He doesn't really care. He takes a few of them, and he takes the queen and the kids, and back he goes to back his to his evil place. castle. And that was kind of cool because then we saw like this witch chick. Yeah, sorceress. he's got a witch, witch advisor. She does this weird sort of. Uh, Magic thing, spiderweb magic, which I don't even know what that was doing. The kids just get covered in ma- spiderwebs, then they disappear all of a sudden. Was it meant to do anything? The spiderwebs, not the kids. I have no idea. You know, that's the it, only time she uses. What about magic. his weird throne? Oh, he's he really has dumb the throne. Stupidest throne, the stupidest cool throne I've ever seen. It's a giant slate of brick. Well, no, it wasn't. It. So it's a giant throne on top of like this wobbly platform. No, it's only wobbly because it's it held. From, yeah, it's got you. There's like people stationed around it having to hold it up. Yeah, but that's why it's wobbly. I thought it was on like. Uh, no, it's wobbly little, because it's held up by people. Yeah, it just it was so dumb looking. It's really dumb. Probably only works for like fifteen minutes a day before and the, the people die. The middle, the minute a stiff breeze starts up, he's it like having to hold on for dear life as this platform shakes all over the it, place. It looked dumb because every time I saw it, it was always shaking because they they didn't have enough people holding it up. Mm. Anyway, it was the, funny. The witch tells him you should really kill the kids. The yeah. kids are pretty bad. But he says, "No, I promised her." So they they come up with a workaround. They give the kids to this slave dude. No, this was great. This yeah. is really good. Uh, they're separated, right? And one kid is uh, sort of constantly being beaten by this guy who's got this black mask on. A giant while the, with uh, a black mask. Yeah, while the other kid is constantly being beaten by this giant with this gold mask on. Yeah. And this goes on. You know when they were we, saying We got that, confused because we well, thought like, it was why? only two years, but suddenly they'd become giants. Oh, no one and, else ages and, and except just, for them. Just like the Conan films. Uh, everyone else who gets put to work, uh, they don't get like giant muscles. They become like you know. Slaves. Oh, but I think but, they were trying hard for these two. Uh, yeah, these two were funny though. It's like everyone else walking around them is like you know thin slaves. slaves. Yeah, and then there's these two super buffed oil dudes walking around. But it was even interesting during that scene. We we're like, why are they explaining to us that that's what's happening? We can see, it. and it was, they were very specific. They're like, and they will be, they'll yeah. be whipped no, well, by well, them I, and I'd fought them. I sort of realized what happened. I was like, ah, that's. Kind of smart if they're doing that. That's it's nice twist. So eventually, the twist is that yeah, like when so they've come the to the warlord is still trying to get um, the, ruby. the ruby thing, but uh, the queen won't say where it's gone. So he's like, "Well, I'm going to get the two kids to fight to the death because yeah. I can't kill them. But how so do they're going to kill each other." It's just the kids hadn't seen each other for so long; they didn't even know each other existed. And what happens is they put the helmets on. Each of the kids. Yeah, so one of the kids is wearing the gold mask, the other kid's wearing the black mask. So they were trained and from birth to hate the, each other. Yeah. Well, hate the mask or hate the Well, not from the birth because they're like 10. Yeah, okay. Well, they were trained from the slave camps to hate each other when they see the mask. And that is where, for me, that's... A, that was kind of the highlight of the that movie. That was the highlight because the, the battle wasn't that good. Though they did cut well, off the arms. The problem with the two guys is they're so muscle-bound. They sort of slowly move and they, it's like... Two giant hunks of meat slapping into each just, other constantly. I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get why they made them fight in such a dumb area, though. Like, oh, it, oh, it's just a your regular sort of Thunderdome sort no, of thing. No, it wasn't. Although it's it like, like a, a narrow cage. Alley. It was like a narrow. Yeah, alley well, cage. they wanted to kill each other, and then everyone stuck their arms through. And I said, okay, 
someone's arm has to get chopped off, and it does. And I'm Thank like, okay, God. that was good. The movie's actually pretty good at doing that. The like, gore was pretty good. The gore's yeah. the gore's up there. Um, of course, they end up knocking the helmets off each other, and you know, uh, I think it's Gore who's the slightly stupider one. Looks at him and goes, "Oh." How come you have my face? And What's the, happening? And the other one goes, I'm your brother. I, I, I'm i your brother, idiot. It's like, yeah, they're both dumb, but one of them's slightly smart. One of them is one of them's really hard, dumb. So they, one, so no, course, one of them legit like needs a helper. So, of like, course, someone like, to there's sure no he threat to these two guys in this entire world. So they go, well, let's escape. Okay, brother. And they just run through the wall. Like, the wall just collapses in yeah, front of them. This is and the people point. scatter. For me, it kind of started going down. Like, because it was really interesting. But at that point, they're invulnerable. I, I kind of found it entertaining. No one can harm these guys. Yeah, some guys ride up to them on horseback. They just about to throw attack them, them they off. They just pick them up and throw them like they're children. And then they get on the horses and ride off. And then they just straight away... That's where they meet up and they find the they find the carnival people. Well, again. no, okay. So first of all, they find what? the other main character of the movie, uh, At the who's this place. girl is Mina. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot. So she was found with them as children. So she's the other orphan. Yeah. Just, oh, I mean, oh, spoiler. For she's some, the other for orphan. For some reason, they uh, have her being someone else. Like, I mean, like it's her, but everyone says that the girl like disappeared. But yeah. it's obviously this woman. It's re- it's the most obvious thing ever. It was painful. She's the CSI lady. I I've never watched CSI. She's really hot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they get caught by the Ragnicks, who they used to be part with. They try and kill after them. After they try and hang them. them. And then, of course, it turns have- out they've got an easily identifiable tattoo on the back of all their necks. So they're just like, yeah, actually, we're with you guys. So they're like, that last five minutes of film was really dumb. Uh, yeah. So... They're, well, they got to show off the fact that they're completely invulnerable. Well, from this point, they go on a mission which was totally pointless. Well, well they want to save their Queen Canary, who's still being held by the Warlord. But they so say they need weapons. So for some reason they need weapons, but whenever we see the Ragnicks, all of them are armed. Yeah. There's only 20 of these circus folk, by Let, the way. Let's get through this bit because it, it literally is pointless. They, they turned up at this tavern, just a random tavern thing. Well, it, uh, the forest girl who is oh, secretly their her. sister, directs them to this trading area with, where there are weapons. Uh, they go into this big tavern and for some reason the arms trader wants to arm wrestle. Yeah, I think it was a very big thing in the 80s to arm wrestle. Yeah. 80s and 90s, you know. Uh, of course the guy with arms the size of like a car wins. Yeah. And the arms trader for some reason is really upset by this. Like, so then, he didn't think he could lose. Here's the thing. Then they fight everyone and just leave. Yeah, they just beat everyone up and just walk out laughing. Which is weird because all I, what I said is all they need to do to make that scene kind of make sense is for them to just beat everyone up, ta- like, which is what they did, take their weapons and go back to the place which they do. And then or be have like, them join forces at the end or something. But you know what I mean? But like, instead, it's like they just walk away and it's like, well, there's 20 minutes of film where nothing really there happened. There nothing. Yeah. There was nothing happened there. It never gets mentioned again. They never need weapons. What actually happens is that Kira, she runs up like... Is that her name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Once they've left the, the place, like they're holding the door, Kira runs up out of nowhere and goes, oh, actually what we need to do 
It, oh no! She, oh, actually, I found a back way into to talking to the queen. Yeah, and well, she already knew about it or something. No, she just found it off yeah. screen. And you're like, oh, okay. So then they break in the back way, which was kind of funny because to get through the entrance, they there's a key in a chest, of course, out in this courtyard where there's people just laying around drunk. And, and what, of course, there's a woman lying on top of the chest. Right. So one of the brothers has to pick her up and is just holding him. I think it was Gore because yeah. it was really dumb. He just holds he her. just holds her up over his head. And she's just planking there, which is, you know, impressive. Yeah, but, it's impress- she must have good core strength. But after they get the key and start going towards the door, he just keeps holding her up, like laughing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that. It's funny, kind of. It kind of is. Then, of course, you know, they, the tower yeah. or whatever opens the gate just as they're about to run through it. So you'll both fall over and crash. Yeah. Just lots of dumb hijinks lots like that. Lots of dumb stuff. They get through, they talk to the Queen, the Queen's... Oh, okay. Of course, they're warned that uh, because the Warlord is so obsessed with Queen Canary, he's being avoiding his harem. Yeah, so she's literally in a room full of her harem, his harem, and they get the information from the Queen. This Queen brings this... This comes out of nowhere. This is where it felt like a massive video game because yeah. the plot points of what to do next just appear as soon as you get to the next objective. Okay, it also showed, kind, it, it, it displayed how dumb these two are again because she's like, okay, well, you've got to go get the ruby. Where's the ruby? It's like, well, you remember all those stories we told you as a kid about where the ruby is and how to get it? And they're like, they just stare at each other and go, uh, no, not really. So she tells it for them and the whole it's like you got to go to the cave to get the special weapons and you got to go what to the swamp need? to kill the dragon. Yeah. That's what they need those weapons for? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then and then it he as they're heading out of course they start posing with the harem and I think it's sometime is meant to happen because it's morning all of a sudden it's, and it's that's heavy, when they leave. It's, it's like all the women start like coming over the clamor on top of them. And the queen's like, no, go, go. And they're like, oh, oh. And I think they start making the noises. And then it cuts to, it fades they, to black. They have noises that they make during everything. It fades to black, which was really weird because I was like, oh, I thought the joke would be like, they, they want to have sex, but they're like, no, go, we, we don't have time. No, they just apparently just have a huge gangbang in there in front of the queen. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Especially, yeah, especially because that's meant to be like, yeah. So it cuts okay. the morning and they've come out to Katara and she's like, Wait, what have you guys been doing? And it just goes to them going, huh, huh. Yeah. It's... You know. <laughs> and then she laughs because apparently that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they go straight off into this finding the place. Mm. And it... The evil witch China, the warlord's uh, right-hand person, she, she wants the ruby for herself, so she goes off after them. Although she goes straight to the dragon place. Yeah, she knows somehow. So you, uh, oh, no, I know how she knows. How does she know? Yeah. Uh, one of the women in the harem room, she was listening. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. She dibble-dabbled. Yeah. Dibble-dabbled? So uh, yeah. China goes straight to the dragon place, but they didn't get the weapons. So after they pick up the ru- after she picks up the ruby... The dragon just turns up and eats her. That was disappointing because it that is slave a master. Terrible looking dragon. I mean, it's oh. not even stop motion. It is just uh, like a like a float, like one of those parade float sort of things that stays still in the same spot. And the only thing it can do is its head to go vertically up and down. Yeah. Wait, but yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of the 
uh, dragon from Eric the Viking, except okay. that's meant to be stupid, uh, like silly. It's like I thought we had seen the worst dragons when it came to Dungeons and Dragons. I guess they're definitely the worst CGI dragons, mm. but this dragon... Had even less effort. The fact that it literally could only move... Up and down, and not forwards, not yeah. scary forwards, or sort of just just any. You know, hey, a Chinese dragon would have been way cooler. Like if oh, yeah, if we had definitely. seen like if there was just a person inside with the with a long pole for the head, and it was moving in like scary motions, and they had lots of fog, and so you could kind of not see them as much, like underground or something. Mm. That would have looked better than literally just the head slowly moving up and down, up and down. like I was like. I was confused. Yeah. Uh, but it kills, it kills that slave master dude who was really cool. He's the guy from the Hills Have Eyes. He wore this really cool horn. and Yeah, he was actually interesting. He was kind of interesting. Because he had a character beyond just generic evil grunt. Well, same with the witch or the sorceress. We don't see much of them really at all. She seemed really interesting. And then I, I didn't realize she just got killed. Like yeah. nothing. She Off just screen, got killed. Basically. Well, she appears inside the dragon's stomach later. Mm. But I was really disappointed when we get and get more of like the sort like killing the slave guy. Mm. Well, they go to get uh, the, the two brothers get the weapons. They beat up. They they just hilariously defeat these werewolf creatures with the littlest effort imaginable. They literally just reach across and rip their arms off yeah. and laugh about it. And then the, one of the other werewolf ones, it jumps down to kill them once they have their weapons, they point, laugh at it, and as it comes down, one of them just smacks its head off with the sword, I think. Yeah. And it's oh, it yeah. goes flying. And he oh picks up the head, and this goes on for a couple minutes. He he shoves it towards the girl and goes, oh, woof, 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 woof. That was weird, right? <laughs> that yeah, was weird. And it doesn't stop because then both the brothers start howling and stuff. They keep howling. As the girl is like just staring at them going, what on earth are these While they hold up a giant decapitated werewolf head to someone's face, screaming and howling at the night. And laughing. That was so weird. Yeah. Real disturbing. They managed to get to the swamp. Where, they, where they're fought by the swamp people who they just throw off. Yeah, they just sort of knock the swamp people over and keep walking. Like, I don't think they slowed down at all. So they meet the dragon, and you meet the dragon, and you're like, oh, that's a bad-looking dragon. Yeah. And for some reason they go, oh, I'm afraid. And it's like, no, you're not. Why I- would you be afraid of this dragon? It, they they don't actually fight. They don't re- even, like, start fighting the dragon. They see the dragon, they're like, oh, better run away. Okay, but you see the dragon is, like, about their size. It's almost. not moving, too. And it can't actually move can't at move. all. Just so kind of silly. They, they can't, like, this is so, this is so poor, this bit. She, the, the Kira just goes, oh, I have a plan. I'll bait it and you guys hide in this giant ditch right in front. Like, they don't run away very far. Like, they don't run away. It just goes well, Because the set's not very large. All they do, both of them just jump in a hole next to where they were. She walks back and goes, hey, dragon, come this way. And then it pretends that the dragon goes that way. And as it goes over the top, they cut the belly and they jump inside it. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. They they climb inside of the dragon. They find the dead witch. They manage to get the ruby. And they uh, cut themselves out. Yeah. No challenge for these guys Absolutely nothing. It was a joke. Yeah. It was a joke. It was like them going to a smorgies board. They just got everything they wanted. What? 
I don't know. Like, anyway, you know when you go to a place with lots of the food, you can pick and up all you can eat food, buffet and all you can eat buffet. I don't know what I was going for with that. Yeah, there's something about are they easy? They get out of the swamps, they wash off, which takes them both a while actually because they are covered in slime. Oh, that was funny. And that's when that was funny. They've, yes. got, they've got to take the ruby to the ragnicks, and that's when they decide to take the girl, and they're like, "You're actually our sister," and she's like, "What are you talking about?" No, you are our sister. I'm like, was that meant to be a surprise? Did was, were we the only, they the only ones who hadn't figured it out? So they give her Everyone the ruby, that. and for no reason it all split up. Well, I oh, th- uh, I think there's a bit of a reason. Oh, um, is Canary dead at this point? No. Okay. Very soon. So the warlord has followed everyone to the dragon, finds it dead. He has some sort of episode. I don't know what happens exactly. No, the queen has powers. Does the queen have yeah. powers? Okay. She starts to... Use her voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah. Now that she's almost... She a... I, like, it's been 10 years, and now she's almost about to be rescued, she decides to use her magic to get him to kill her. Yes. Well, she uses her supersonic scream. That attracts the two oh, brothers. the brothers... But he isn't going to kill them for her for that. She, he was never going to kill her. Yeah. But then what she does is she starts doing a dance, and apparently the thing is the dance makes the person... He act. gets, like, double vision, and he's trying to stab her. Yeah, which he ends up doing, which is very weird. Because I, I don't think he was going to kill her, and no. then she makes him... He kept her alive against everyone else's wishes yeah. for, like, 14 years. Uh, So that sets up, obviously, the final showdown, which... Was kind of weird. I I gotta say the final showdown between the two brothers and actually his guards just sort of disappear, don't they? Uh, no, they killed they killed the guards really easily. I don't even remember it. They it must have happened lose, so it's quickly. It's just like a normal thing of like killing on off just a random character. Yeah, they just come through, kill the guards, and then they're chasing him. He gets on a horse, and they have a horse fight scene with them. It was pretty for good. the first time in the yeah the, the final fight between the warlord and the two brothers isn't that bad. For the first time, they actually get wounded and take stuff seriously. Yeah, it was all right. Obviously, they tear him apart. They do you know, tear him apart. Yes. They not the minute they throw his horse over you know across the room. That's when you he's know he's kind of out of it. It's a bit done. Yeah, but I mean, he never really stood a chance. But we still have some funny scenes. So. The girl, Katara, is many, whatever her name is, takes the ruby to the Ragnar tribe of Ragnicks. Ragnar. And, of course, the only one who can be the queen to wield the ruby has to be a young virgin woman. Which was funny because they say, they, they, they get the ruby uh, yeah, and they the, go... The, the, the magician guy who's sort of running the tribe... Well, well, they know the queen's dead. And they go, ah, the queen's dead, that means. And they go, oh, hurry... Bring all the virgins. And I'm like, now this, this is a Conan-like movie. But it, it's, <laughs> it's so weird because they, they bring these two girls out and they're like, they're, the magician's like, oh, these are the only two in the whole tribe. And I'm like, the tribe is maybe 20 people. Yeah, I'm surprised they're there the, at all. The, the fact that this tribe is still functioning is amazing. Did they manage to find, like, these two girls who so, happened to fit everything was right? So what they do, they bring these poor, like, girls out and... They make them well. You can see their belly buns because anyway. They're, they're wearing how else outfits. do you pick uh, your next queen? 
than by shoving the magic crystal into their belly buttons and seeing if they could hold it. Yeah, and that was really... You know what was really gross? He, like, licked it after each one. Oh, yeah. He, that was so he gross. he licks the ruby and sticks it into these two girls' belly buttons. But he it, licks it each time. Yeah. Could you imagine that on set? You're like, hey, I didn't tell him to do that. He's like, no, no, it, it seems authentic. You know, if I... Mm, Please brush the dirt off after they fall down. Obviously, the, the two... Tribe girls, uh, they fail. They fail, and they're like, "Oh no!" But there's no one left. But of course, uh, wilderness Kira, Kira or whatever's like, "Oh, but I have the tattoo." No, no, no. First off, they bring it the over. Tribe. They bring it over, and he licks the belly button third time. So not the belly button. He licks, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. it may as well be. He he licks the licks the ruby, sticks in a belly button, and it starts and it glowing. And yeah. it glows or whatever. And they go, oh, it's a queen. And then then his wife's like, but she can't be. She's not a ragnick. Ragnick? Ragnick. And then she goes, yes, I am. And they go, what? And she goes, look at this easily identifiable tattoo on my neck. And you're just like, oh. And she goes, I'm Kira, remember? And you're just like, really? Really? Why was this happening? But yeah. Why is this reveal so And then they so get lame? on their carts and ride off. What a pointless reveal too. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, that reveal of her being like, I'm not her. And everyone, that was like a weird joke where, you know, a joke where everyone knows where like, yeah, you know, someone's like, oh no, looks like, looks like I don't know where my car is. Someone must've like taken it or something. It's like, yeah, you, you parked in a different street, didn't you? Yep. It's like. Why are you joking? It's not even funny. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the level of joke this was. Everyone, she was just like, "I'm not her," and everyone's like, "We know, we know, we know it's you." Yep. So Gore and Kuchek catch back up to the Ragnicks, and they all ride off happily ever after with one of the dumbest jokes that was repeated from earlier in the show, actually. So uh, I've forgotten it. Gore, uh, I think it's Kuchek's holding the reins, and Gore's like, "I want to hold rain." Grabs it off Kuchek and Kuchek just goes, oh, good. I didn't want to hold the reins anymore. And Gore is like, oh, you have reins back. Uh, I hold stick now. And yeah, that's that's a joke that they repeat a couple of times. The fact that Kuchek like tricks Gore out of stuff by just pretending he didn't want it in the first place. Like that, that's the level these two are at. It's just so strange to me. I don't know. It's meant to be funny, I think. They needed to play off other people. They needed the straight people to be like, these guys are dumb. I know. But they they don't have People just sort of like, people seem shocked by how stupid they are. Yeah, but it's also because of how stupidly strong they are. Yeah. Bam, they're strong. Yeah, there's not much more to this movie. I mean, apart from their... uh, I don't know if I'd say to watch it, just their weird performances. I just found it interesting. And that they're bellowing and they're, the weird who, animal noises who? they make at each other and the, the laughing, you the know, creepy laughing. I was entertained. It's pretty short as well. Yeah, yeah, it's only like 86 minutes. Yeah, so... It was entertaining. They I, put in yeah. effort. It wasn't, like a, it wasn't like a no effort film. It's a very canon film. They've put in effort and these two... Actors are very interesting how they've played the same characters through their entire yeah, career. It, it, so, it was so strange yeah. to watch that. Their performance was just, it made, it did make it kind of entertaining. It I, was, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's uh, The Barbarians. I don't really have much else to say <laughs> yeah. for it. Man-ass. Yeah. Man-ass the movie. All right. 
Thanks for listening to the end of the reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye bye.